The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalade. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. Today, we are excited to have Soteria Technology Solutions in the house. E. Bill Ramsey is with us today. Yeah. How's it going, sir? I need a nap. You're going to have to wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Don, Don has put happen. you to sleep already. My oh, gosh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Uh, my name is Bill Ramsey. I'm the CEO of Soteria Technology Solutions. Um, we are a managed services provider that specializes in industries that require technology solutions for compliance and regulatory kind of situations. Such as? Um, CMMC specifically, which is the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification. Mm. Um, It's new. It's a mouthful. Oh, my gosh. It's actually relatively new. Anybody doing business with the DOD has to achieve some type of CMMC compliance certification. Wow. And it's starting to become... uh, very uh, important to get it done. There is a timeline. So we're working with companies to help them get that taken care of. That's that's really fascinating because, you know, you hear all about about cybersecurity, right? right? And now that it's a certification is being required by the DOD for some of these companies Correct. to work with them, right? All the companies. All In the fact, companies. not just if you do business with the DOD, if you are doing business with a business that does business with the DOD, oh, wow. you will be required to achieve some type of certification level. And what does it take to get the cert? Um, so you have to go through a gap analysis to see what it is that you haven't done and what you need to do to be able to get there. Go through the gap analysis and what we call remediation. Mm-hmm. And then you have to get an actual certification from an auditor to come in and make sure that you're doing the things. And you have to uh, get this every three years. Do you, you do the read. gap analysis? We do the gap analysis for now. Correct. Okay, so Whoa. I'm, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, now and let's the remediation. Back up. Okay, let's <laughs> hold up. Wait okay. a minute. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. It is, but this is kind of exciting. Okay. So you perform the gap analysis, determine where the weaknesses may be, and then you create a strategy. We create the strategy, um, and we can work with IT departments that are already in place to help get them to where they need to be, mm-hmm. or we can do the remediation for them, hmm. or we can be their IT department. And not just and manage their systems and keep them within compliance. So we we have several levels that we can deal with. Wow, that's all I got. To say. Yeah, that's 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 pretty awesome. So 
now that you've talked a little bit about that, I mean, it's clear that you do a lot of different things. That's yes. just one of your services. That's one. That's our <laughs> that's our main. That's our focus is the compliance world, but we do quite a bit more. <laughs> okay, so give us uh, what else do you do, and then I'm gonna come back to cyber because, like, I'm fascinating. So uh, we do a lot of uh, phone systems, specifically VoIP phone systems, the new you know voice over internet mm. kind of stuff. Um, we do a lot of managed services for customers where we're their outsourced IT department, we're their help desk. We do project management mm-hmm. for them, their cybersecurity for them, all these things, and we do a lot of web and email hosting and website design. Yeah, like I said, you do it all. So. <laughs> How many employees do you guys have? We're sitting at, as of today, we'll have 20. 20. That is yeah. awesome. And for your, the the vast, you know, services that you offer, how did you guys get started? Was it all, did you always offer all of these services or did you? <laughs> so that's a long story. So we only started this company, this company, um, a little over three years ago. But so, you started another company. I've had multiple, many, okay. multiple <laughs> companies. Entrepreneur. <laughs> so I, I've had a, the journey to get to this company is, is long. But this particular one, when it was started, it was because a former client of mine came to me and said, hey, I'm, I'm kind of getting sick of these IT companies. And I'm, I'm really thinking I'd like to start my own where I can have a level of service that I think I deserve. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, he came to me to see if I would help him do that. And uh, after some conversations, because I really kind of didn't want to do it again, uh, I'd done it a couple times already. You know, we came to an agreement and we started Soteria Technology Solutions. And since then, we've uh, acquired and merged and acquired and acquired. And uh, we're just growing our way to adding in all these different services and all these different different things that we know our, our partners need, mm-hmm. right? You know, we're, we're trying to give them... Uh, one throat to choke, really. You know, they come to us, and and that's all they have to come to because we'll take care of all the different technology pieces that impact them. That's nice that you don't have to like you know piecemeal and go to all these different <laughs> places to to find uh, solutions for your company. Right. So out of all of that, so you've done it before. Then you went away. Then someone said, "Hey, I need your help. We need to do it again." And then you finally surrendered, and <laughs> here we are today. <laughs> That's what I, that's what I tell everybody. Basically, I got, I got uh, suckered back in. So here I am, but I, I really have enjoyed it. Um, this one we're, we're taking it to a whole new level, mm-hmm. um, of any other business that I've done before. And we're really going up the ladder here. So I'm, I'm excited about that part. That's, that's really cool. One last question. I know it's Don, he's chomping at the beat to ask <laughs> questions and I'm taking all the time, but, like um, <laughs> back to cyber. Uh-huh. Sorry, because I'm, I'm I'm still on that. So, what business needs your help? What type of business needs? Yeah. Well, any business, any business any, that right? does anything on the internet or has a computer needs our help. And unfortunately, the the mindset out there, especially in Kansas, is that oh, you know, we leave our front doors mm-hmm. open. I don't lock my car. Yeah. We're we're not a target. But that's actually what makes them the target mm-hmm. because people on the internet, you know, they're. Think of it as a, a thief walking through a neighborhood and he goes by a, a house and the door's closed and there's an ADT sign in the, in the yard and uh, there's a car in the driveway and they go by the next house and the door's open and there's a pile of newspapers and there's no ADT sign, no cars, and there's cobwebs on the door. He's going to take the easy route. Right. Th- that's all they, they don't care who's in the house. They don't care what the house, that's where they're going to go in. 
cyber cyber attackers are the same way. They're looking for the easy hole, the easy get. And the people who think that, well, I'm not a target, they're exactly the target. That's the thing. And I thank you for saying that because I hear a lot of people, you know, they talk about cyber as if, you know, oh, it's someone else's problem or, oh, it won't happen to me. But the reality is every business needs some type of protection plan. That's correct. And it's it's actually hard to get insurance policies in some types of uh, businesses now unless you meet certain cybersecurity requirements. So we work with, uh, with uh, partners all the time that are trying to get cybersecurity insurance and they have to they have to meet a certain basic level before they can even get the insurance or their premiums are way, way high. One of the two. So there's some basic things that everybody should do and very few do. And the reality is you'll be paying more after the fact. Oh, uh, we <laughs> you don't we see it. We see it all the time. We have partner that, you know, lost a couple hundred thousand dollars because they fell prey to a phishing scam. Somebody got in their email and convinced them that they were a vendor and got them to change wiring information. Mm, and mm, they mm. wired off a couple hundred thousand dollars to the wrong place. And we've seen many attacks attempted like that. And every once in a while, one will slip through. So those attacks come in form of email, text, uh, all sorts of things that people can. Any kind of communication, you, you even through the regular snail mail. Hmm. So people will get uh, letters that say, oh, your domain name's about to expire. Fill this out. And they they don't know any better. They fill it out, put their credit card information, send it back. It, it happens all the time. They lose the domain name. Um, and it costs them a ridiculous amount of money to get it back. Um, or or they've given, just given it away to somebody. Or they've given them a credit card information. So it, it, any type of communication, uh, social engineering, I can call you on the phone yeah. and, and get you to give me passwords. So. <laughs> wow. So we shouldn't be using passwords like one, two, three, four. ABC. Uh, no, that's why are you looking at me? It's the same I, password I, don't I have do on my that luggage. anymore. <laughs> Don. I want to hit hit on something. What about these companies that are holding companies hostage by taking their or saying their or they've got into their data or whatever, and they're not going to release it unless you pay them six digits? I mean, do you uh, do you combat that as well? Yeah. No? So that's that's ransomware. Ransomware is what that's, it's called. So yeah. they're they're basically holding a company hostage um, until they pay the ransom, and that ransom is almost always in some form of digital currency like Bitcoin, which okay. is one of the reasons Bitcoin became so popular. It became it became so the price went through the roof is because people had to buy it to pay these people, and the price just kept going up. Are it was one of the serious? reasons they kicked it wow. off. So anyway, it it happens more than you would think, and there's a number of of organizations even in our own city that have been hit with ransomware there are ways to combat that you you know you have to have very very good backups the right kind of backups um, immutable backups so that it's not something that we it can go back and be changed because uh mm. people who do ransomware have kind of gotten wise to hey they're just going to restore from backups so now they're attacking backups too mm-hmm. <laughs> wow to try and keep that from happening and having a good disaster and recovery plan in place on what happens when you get hit with ransomware. What size of company or what kind of companies are subject to that? Any size. Any size. Any size, any amount of money. They don't, again, they don't care. They don't even most of the time know who it is that they're going after. It's just whatever open door they find. Wow. And they're, and they're doing it for the money or are they just evil? 
<laughs> well, I'd say it's both, but it's always about the money. I mean, and they wouldn't be doing it if they weren't being financially uh, compensated for that somehow. Uh-huh. So, but it's, it's really about the money, but they're evil people. What can we do? I think you hit on a little bit, but if you can expound a little bit, what can we do to not be a victim of that? I heard about the backups and I think you said immutable backups. I guess that's mm-hmm. backups that can't be changed. I right. believe you said after they've been made, what else can we do where, if somebody come to us say, yeah, we're, we want this, oh, we're good. <laughs> do what you think you can bad enough to do or whatever. Well, uh, the, there's a lot of things. So the, the number one weakest point on any network, do you guys think you might know what that is? No. I it's not. people. Oh. People are the weakest yeah. part Duh. of any network. <laughs> yeah. they, they truly are. <laughs> no, yeah. So a good security training program, having that in place is paramount because if users are educated and know what to look for, you take your chances way down of this happening, way down. So the second parts of that are having the right tools in place to, one, try and keep you from getting hit with ransomware, or two, to isolate that machine once it's been hit so that mm. the rest of the network mm-hmm. doesn't get hit. So uh, we use uh, some good software that that ha- installs what calls a canary you know, back in the, the coal mining days, mm-hmm. they had canaries in there. If there was too much of some type of gas and the canary died, you knew you had to get out. Right. Well, this installs hidden files on the system. And if any one of those get encrypted at any point in time, it locks the system because it knows it, that system has just gotten hit with ransomware. And it's trying to keep the rest of the wow, network nice. from, from that happening. Nice. So there's, there's a variety of different tools that you can have in place to kind of... Um, keep that from happening or keep it from spreading. And then, you know, having a plan in place for what happens once that does happen. Those are the best things you can do. Excellent. Excellent. And I know we're getting close to a break, but uh, can you share, I mean, you're, you, you said you went through a lot of companies and to get to the company that you're at, but you also had things happen personally to you that could have derailed that. Can you share? uh, Sure. Sure. So, you know, shortly after I started my first company, a few years after I started the Bill Guy Technology Solutions, I actually had a stroke. <laughs> right. Um, and it was unknown to me at the time. It was my second stroke. I had a hole in my heart that we didn't know about. Mm. And, um, you know, the, since then they've patched that hole. Um, you know, I've got a little oh, mesh fiber disc on either side of the wall of my heart to keep that from being an issue moving forward. But, you know, that was a... Uh, that was a scary time. I lost a lot of my vision at the time. Mm. Um, I've lost a good portion of the feeling on the left side of my body. You know, my face, it, 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 when I'm really tired, you can see that my face droops. I talk out the right side of my mouth a lot. Mm-hmm. I chew more on the right side of my mouth now, things like that. So I, I call them all acceptable losses. Wow. Um, that's just part of what it is. I've lost some peripheral vision. You know, most of my vision is back, but I've lost some peripheral. So uh, that was a scary time and, and it really changed the way I think think not just about business, but about my personal life and how I'm, how I view those things. You know, we get too lost in our work and our work is not us. And and so many people feel like it is, and, Mm -hmm. and they have such a hard time separating their personal world from their business world. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm a, I am a work hard, play hard person. Mm -hmm. And I I work hard so I can play hard. And I take advantage of every opportunity that I can to experience, you know, pretty much anything life has to offer. I want, I want to experience different cultures and, you know, different locations. And it's just, 
it's it's completely changed the way I think about things. And I try not to spend all my time at work or thinking about work. Mm-hmm. I have a pretty hard rule and it's it's a little difficult because <clears throat> my wife currently works with me as well. And mm-hmm. when I get home, I don't I don't like to talk about work. I get very upset if she brings up work. I'm like, right. yeah, I don't want to talk about it. This uh, is home. They're two separate places. Uh-huh. I don't I don't want to do it. Excellent. <laughs> That's what I wanted you to share with our 1,400 small business owners out there. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's really great because it is difficult at, you know, to separate who you are from what you do, because a lot of times what you do, a lot of people think that's who you are, mm-hmm. right? right? Because that's, <laughs> that's what they know you for. Most of your day is being spent doing what you do mm-hmm. at work. Um, so that's that's just very interesting to me. And before we go on break, I'm just uh, curious. You've done IT your entire life, though, right? Um. Most of it. Most uh, of uh, it. In the Navy, I was actually trained to build underwater mines. That was my job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it morphed, it, that's what I was supposed to do. Make make ships go boom. And uh, uh, don't make him mad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did deal with a lot of explosives, uh, wow. but that kind of morphed into IT once they they put me in front of a computer, and I'd never really touched one. And then a month later, I was showing them how to use it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, writing writing databases. Are. I just, <laughs> I think like a computer. And the secret is I hate computers. I hate them. I can't stand computers. And everybody's like, well, but that's your that's your job. Yeah, I'm like, right. no, my job is to help other people who hate computers. <laughs> <laughs> I empathize with you. Nice. That's nice. awesome. Well, friends, you heard it here. Bill Ramsey hates computers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll be back to hear more of his story. Seeing energy differently means continually working to drive energy prices down, even as costs around us rise. At Evergy, we're relying less on fossil fuels and more on renewable resources. We're investing in programs to help you use less energy, enabling us to decrease our rates over the last four years. Reliable. Sustainable affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. At Coke, our Wichita roots run deep. As part of this community, we strive to build strong partnerships with local organizations and create opportunities for our hometown businesses and entrepreneurs. From teaching kids STEM to supporting community resources and funding grants for local educators, we're proud to support Wichita and the amazing work happening throughout our city. Interested in learning more? See how we do it at cokeict.com. That's K-O-C-H-I-C-T.com. Welcome back, friends. We're here with Bill Ramsey and Soteria Technology Solutions. So, Bill, you've been in business, you know, for quite some time, but three years with this iteration and this particular business. Tell us a little bit about your company culture. So that's a fun one. So we're actually in the process of implementing EOS based around a book called Traction. EOS. EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, it's it's been an interesting and, and fun journey so far. And it all revolves around a pretty good structure. So, and with that, you know, we've had to go through and really define our core values mm-hmm. and who we are and what we do so that everybody is aligned. Um, their vision is all aligned. We're all moving in the same way. So we've actually uh, taken some pretty great care on getting those defined and put out there. So, you know, we have our core values are like be excellent. Um for yourself, for our partners, for the company, you know, grow for yourself, for our partners, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, 
our, our most important core value is do the right thing always. Mm, so, okay. and we, we tell people that all the time and it's, it's kind of interesting. We don't, we don't really celebrate mistakes, but we actually encourage people to reveal when they've made a mistake because it's a perfect learning opportunity, not just for them, but for everybody. And it's, it's, it's actually works pretty well in that people don't try to hide things. Oh, I screwed that up. No, yeah. they're, they, they're, they know that there's really not any repercussion. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I kind of tell everybody, don't, don't lie to me. Don't steal from me. We can fix everything else. So <laughs> I like that. No, I, yeah, that's good. I took that from, from my buddy, Matt Goolsby. So <laughs> I've always liked okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> I always liked it. Uh, that, that's pretty dope. So great culture, great team. Looks like, you know, you said you had about 20 uh, team members. So what experiences would you, do you need to become a part of your team? Do, would I need to go to, you know, four-year institution, a t- get a certificate? I mean, like, what, what do I need to do? I couldn't care less about your degree or your certificate. I'm sorry, but I don't. We, we're about a couple of things. One, your skill set and your experiences. That's really what we're looking at. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have a degree. But she went to Southeast. Uh, pardon? She went to Southeast High School. Does, does that matter? I, I, I don't I'm think just, so. I don't, I, I, mean, I don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> he wants to choose people yeah. from Southeast, number one, because we're the best. <laughs> One of my best friends, who's a city councilman, is uh, came from went to Southeast. So, See? <laughs> um, <laughs> hater. <laughs> um, you know, we we are really we've revamped how we kind of hire people recently, and it's it's worked out pretty well. We're actually talking more about our core values and who we are, and do you believe in these things, and will you fit? I mm. can. We can train you how to do things. Um, having a, a, a your certain level of experience or a certain skill set, that's going to you know put you higher up in the ranks is mm-hmm. where we put you. But I'm not I'm not going to hire you just based on that. I really want people who believe what we believe, who want to be a part of that culture, who want to have that positive mindset. For instance, like I, this sounds so petty, but I tell people I don't want to hear the word stupid or dumb yeah. or sucks in our organization. I don't want to hear it. If, if you think it's stupid, it, maybe it's illogical. It doesn't make sense to you. Say that, but don't go, well, that's stupid. I, right, I hate right. that, you know, yeah. and I don't want people to work for me who feel that way. Uh-huh. So we're really starting to look at, at their mindset and, and do they believe in, in the culture that we're trying to foster here? And then if they have the skill set, I can determine that in five minutes in an interview, whether, where they're going to fall. I mm-hmm. mean, very quickly, yep. you know, how how they're going to do it's it's really about the team and are they going to be a team player and are they going to fit in what we're trying to do so what if they fit the culture like don fits all of those things that you mentioned (laughs) but he literally only knows how to turn the computer off control alt delete and cut and paste by god we'll we'll put him in charge of uh uh ordering products for us (laughs) so there is a place but so we 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 like the 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 person I'm, I'm I'm literally hiring a person today, and that is a person that I I was talking to, and I realized they they fit our company culture, mm-hmm. and I went back to the team and said I like this person, they fit our culture. I want everybody to meet them, and then I want us to find a place to put them. That's wonderful. And we literally wow. created a position. Wow. And and you know when I sat down, I had breakfast with him last week. When I sat down, I was like, so what do you want to do? Like, what's your dream job? What would that's where we started. What do mm-hmm. you, 
What do you want? What's going to make you feel fulfilled? And he knew. Um, he ripped it off pretty quick. He was like, that's a great question. And he, he ripped it off. And I'm telling you, it's pretty much going to be that, what we've come up with. That's so, awesome. I, you know, I've told him I got to figure out how I'm going to pay for you, but <laughs> but we want him as part of the team because yeah. we know that he will not just fit that culture, but he will help foster that culture. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So, but we're we're looking for that at this point. You know, I've I've uh, hired a number of of uh, hiring a number of people that it's more about the culture. You know, do you fit? Mm-hmm. We'll we'll teach you the rest. We'll find a place for you. if you are going to be a valuable asset for us. We're gonna find a, we're gonna find something for you. We'll create it. Awesome. So awesome, Don. Excellent. You know we got this uh, thing called the Business Expo coming <laughs> yeah. up September twenty ninth. Yeah, <laughs> September twenty ninth. I believe the date is. I think you got a long history with the expo. Uh, Share, please. Yeah, I was the chair for a few years. I've Ooh. been in it since the beginning. Um, wow, since the beginning. Since the beginning. So and you when are was OG. That? Oh God, was it like? Oh, oh, five or Ooh. oh six or something. I can't remember. Okay. It was a long time ago, man. Long, long time ago. Well, don't say it like that. <laughs> I mean, I graduated <laughs> in uh, six months my degree, so <laughs> just a few years ago. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've been with the Expo. I, I fully believe in the Expo. I think it's an amazing event that the Chamber puts on for us each year, that they give us the opportunity to go in and showcase our business and network with a pretty focused group at this point. You know, there you have not just attendees that are coming in to to see these things, these businesses, but the other businesses that mm-hmm. are there. So and one of the one of the uh observations I've always made to everybody is that year after year I'll have somebody stop by my booth and go, hey, where's so and so? They're not here. Are they doing okay? So when you don't go, you are mm. conspicuous in your absence. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. Okay. So when you don't go, people are like, wow, are they are they doing okay? Are yeah. they still in business? Because they're not there. So when you <laughs> it's people know who's there and they're they're there to see you. And and they there's an expectation. But that that event has been paramount for me in in growing my businesses. Um I was the the main sponsor for a few years um when I had the bill guy. Um and I fully don't believe that I would have been able to get the bill guy to where I had it without the expo. It was one of my premier events that I did each year. Uh-huh. So we didn't talk about the bill guy much. Can you just share what bill guy was? That's me. I'm, I'm actually, I'm yeah. actually trademarked as yeah. the bill guy. Nice. <laughs> I own that trademark. Nice. Um, well, it's like Prince, you know, I'm, I'm the bill guy. But, uh, <laughs> so, but when I built the bill guy technology solutions, um, you know, I started that in September 4th of 2001, which was a really bad time to start a business because mm. a week later wow. it was September 11th. Wow. And, you know, I built that business over the years um, and then really started, it was a hobby for the most part, you know. It was my primary source of income. I was doing fine. And then I started growing. I started getting too much business, more than I could handle. And I remember hiring my first employee and I was scared to death. I didn't sleep mm-hmm. for like a week because mm. I... I my wife would be like, well, what's wrong? I'm like, because I not only am I responsible for this person, Correct. I'm responsible for his family. And Correct. if I fail, they're they're all hoes. Like it's on me. It was just terrifying. 
And then I grew it from one to seven people in like a year. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, and then we just kept growing and growing. And then in 2011, I was the, the SBA's small business person of the year for the state of Kansas. Nice. Which Look was, at you. Yeah, which was, it was an amazing experience. Uh, nice. Got to go to Washington, D.C. and hang out with all the other state winners and got to back you know, backstage tours of the White House and Google and all kinds of things in D.C. It was a really wonderful experience. I'm so, surprised you come to hang with us. I know. Mean, <laughs> he's big time. No, no, no. <laughs> oh no, no, no. It was just, it was, it was really a, a very incredible moment for me. But it, yeah, we, we grew that and I sold that in 2012. Okay. So, and since then I, I, uh, you know, I used to own all the U-Break iFix stores in town. Oh, wow. Um, so, that was uh, you. Yeah. Hey, I, Bill, can I have your autograph? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Completely unnecessary. <laughs> so, uh, but I sold those last, uh, just a year and a few days ago, actually. So, um, sold those. Um, and then, you know, I started Soteria. And I actually had built another MSP for somebody out of state during that time. Um, MSP. Another, yep. what I'm doing now with Soteria. Okay. So same same kind of thing, but that was under the initial agreement that I would sell it to him once we hit so much, so my portion of it, once we hit so much revenue and that I would, I'm under NDA, I can't reveal who it is. Sure, sure, <laughs> so, sure, sure. So, so this is literally the third managed services provider that I built, but this one's a whole new beast. <laughs> wow. Excellent. Excellent. So um, what's next on the horizon besides you signing NDAs and this, that and the other? <laughs> what, what else you got going on that you want to share? You know, not, nothing. We're just, we're growing, you know. Uh, we just acquired another IT company here in town called Ember Technology. Okay. Um, and we brought them on board and they're now our compliance division. Okay. So, um, you know, and we're still on the lookout. We want, we want to find other businesses that, that are, you know, they may be tired. It's that business owner who hasn't had a vacation for six years because they can't, it's because it's just them or them and another person and, mm-hmm. and they're tired and they, they want that vacation and they want to be part of a team and they don't want to deal with all this stuff. And I want to talk to them. Wow. <laughs> right. We, we so can, we can help you. Like you're in acquisition mode. Oh, we are, we are acquiring, we've acquired nine companies in the last year and a half. Oh my God. <laughs> you yes, know what? They are in acquisition <laughs> so, mode. And we're talking, we're talking to companies in Colorado and we're talking to them in Missouri. And, you know, we want to own from the Mississippi to the Rockies, Canada to Mexico. <laughs> that is Whoa. that okay. is something. That's what we're looking at. Excellent. So uh I I think I know the answer, growth, but what else what what do you see your company being in five years? Um where at? Where at? <laughs> what is it doing besides acquiring um hopefully? You know, I just see us being more and more refined in what we do and better and better at it. So we're still growing, we're still doing these things and really specializing in the compliance. If, if I look at what our, our 10-year plan was, is that we want to be a top 10 MSP in the top 10 compliance markets around the industry, mm-hmm. around the country. So, mm-hmm. um, Excellent. So top we, 10. Yeah, top 10. Okay. So we, in those specific markets, so in those specific markets are things like Wichita. Wichita for CMMC compliance is a big deal because we do a lot of aerospace. Mm. Right. So nice. most of the manufacturers are doing business with companies that are doing aerospace. And so they're they're subject to some fashion of CMMC compliance. So one last thing mm-hmm. on that. Then what can the Wichita community do for you to help you get to that top 10 level? You know, nothing. Just 
be supportive as they've always been. I, I love Wichita. I love Wichita. You know, I've lived all over the world and I came back to live here. Look at that. So I love um, that. Boom. And and I don't want to go anywhere else. I, this is the perfect town. I live downtown. I love downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're just, they've always been supportive. That's the thing I've loved about Wichita. They they really reach out and they, they grab a hold of those local businesses and they say, hey, how can we help? And I think, you know, I think just doing that is, is the only thing we can really ask. All right. <laughs> well, we can do that. <laughs> we can do that, Don. Excellent. Hey, you've dealt with Ebony quite a while. You've done good. You, you, <laughs> you, you've done better than most. So here we go. We're going to do word association. I'll okay. give you one word. to give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. You okay. ready? Did he say he was ready? He said, yeah. okay. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Did he say, sir? Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to quit asking questions. Probably. Leader. Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. Success. Elon yeah, Musk. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> That's why I was laughing. I said, okay. <laughs> College. WSU. Okay. Failure. Necessary. Entrepreneur. Amazing. Wichita. Double amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Vacation. Everything. (laughs) Hero. My parents. Nice. Fun. Always. Family. First. The Wichita Chamber. Incredible. Last but not least, you got to tell the truth. Beverage. Makers and water. Boom. Yeah, that's a good one. Excellent. Thanks for coming in, my man. My pleasure. (laughs) Bill, it's been fun. Thank you for, you know, sharing your story. And thank you for indulging us in a wonderful cybersecurity conversation. Where else can you have that type of conversation? (laughs) It's what we have it all the time. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, you do. Well, friends, we've reached the end of our show. Please make certain that you share this with your friends and your family or anyone who you may think would find value in this. Make sure you leave us a message. Let us know who you want to hear from next. Until next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.